Hello my friends, I'm Hayden Barker from Continuous Improvement Journey where we help you take Continuous Improvement to the next level so you can destroy your organization's status quo, devastate your competitors, and fuel revolutionary innovation. I'm so excited to share this video as the first of a series of videos on YouTube and the audio portion on the Continuous Improvement Journey podcast about my continuous improvement journey to find out why so many companies struggle to find long-term success when implementing Lean and Six Sigma. I'm going to walk you through my experiences and results from a casual research study that I did to find the top five reasons or side effects to avoid when implementing Lean and Six Sigma into your organization. Welcome to your continuous improvement journey. Business management concepts like Lean Manufacturing and Six Sigma originated around the 1980s to help organizations reduce waste and variation with the hope of obtaining operational excellence. However, despite how popular these management concepts are, very few organizations have been able to find the key to unlock the organization's full potential or long-term success after implementing Lean and Six Sigma. In some studies, results claim that 70 to 90% of improvement initiatives fail. Another study stated that 90% of large organizations that have announced their Six Sigma implementation ended up trailing the S&P 500. We do have success stories for sure like Toyota, but even with these success stories, many companies have mixed results from attempting to copy and paste what Toyota did. Maybe we only studied and copied what was on the surface and missed the fundamentals of what made these companies like Toyota legends. As a new Lean Six Sigma Green Belt and later Black Belt, I approached implementing Lean and Six Sigma in the, the companies that I work for through the traditional approach. You know, like starting with 5S, followed by the 8 Waste Reduction, One Piece Flow, and Standard Work Kaizen events. But after each Kaizen event ended, everything fell back into the status quo, or more often what happened is that the next fire broke out and then diverted our attention away from reaching our long-term continuous improvement or sustaining those improvements that we made. What I felt like more I was doing was discontinuous improvement, which was short, isolated successes through a Kaizen event, followed by a fire that broke out after that, and then the next fire, and then months later we'd do another Kaizen event. In the end, the whole system basically remained the same. In the different continuous improvement type roles that I've had, I did experience small isolated successes and many lessons learned on how to best guide companies through their continuous improvement journey. However, I struggled to experience a transformation that changed the whole system or organization promised by what I was taught about Lean and Six Sigma. I felt like something was missing in the Lean Six Sigma community and what various improvement experts were trying to accomplish even though I was young, I began to think I was an expert and I was like an internal consultant for the companies that I worked for. But when something is not right or not working out, I turn into a scientist who starts with a question and then slowly works their way through the scientific method of answering an unknown question. My question was, why do so many companies struggle to find long-term success when implementing Lean and Six Sigma? I know for me it seemed like that the successes that I've had in doing improvements that they were only isolated into one area of the company or one department. And most of the time they were just short-lived and eventually the status quo in what I call survival mode took over the company again. 
I knew that these continuous improvement principles could help any company win over their competitors like the, and then also like increase their quality and reduce lead time of their products and services like I've done. But again, I felt like something was missing to help the whole system or organization transform and have long-term success. I guess uh, looking back, I was taught about all the promises of success and the good side of implementing Lean and Six Sigma. But I've always wondered, could such an elite set of concepts have a bad side? Or are there side effects that could be hindering mine and other organizations' success to obtain a long-term continuous improvement transformation? I began to search the internet by typing in, why does lean manufacturing fail and why does Six Sigma fail? I tell you, my eyes were opened and there were so many people out there that had the same questions. I immediately felt like I had a like connection with them so for some odd reason and that they were struggling like I was. So many people offered great advice about what to do to avoid improvement failures. But since there were so many different suggestions offered, I had a hard time knowing basically, what are the top 5 or 10 points of advice that would help companies achieve long-lasting continuous improvement. As I had time during 2019, I scoured the internet for anything related to why Lean and Six Sigma tend to fail. I collected and read online blogs, online articles, and scholarly or peer-reviewed articles on the subject. While reading each article, I made notes to summarize the article into the top one or three main concepts or viewpoints of how Lean and Six Sigma in organizations may fail. Since I tend to become a nerd with data and statistics to help me find answers to my questions, I created a point system to keep track of the one to three main points that I read for why Lean and Six Sigma fail. After collecting my data, I organized the data to reveal the top reasons of why Lean and Six Sigma supposedly fail. The first and most prevalent principle that I found from the research of why Lean and Six Sigma fail is misunderstanding and misapplication of the original purposes. What this means is that somewhere along the line we miss filling the gap from studying the Toyota production system in the 1980s to when we started jamming lean into every western country's organization in desperation to win back our market shares that were swept out from underneath our feet. Many of the original foundational principles of Toyota have been watered down or changed, which in the end has caused confusion and a low implementation success rate for many organizations. The second most prevalent side effect that I found was poor implementation and minimal employee involvement. I guess technically this side effect could be broken down into two different side effects, one being poor implementation of Lean and Six Sigma, while the other is not involving employees in the transformation process. What this second point is saying is the way that we go about implementing Lean and Six Sigma into our organizations may not be quite right when we do things like jamming it down our employees' throats, transformation plans that do not change the entire organization, to management taking over the transformation and not involving their employees in the decision-making process. The third prevalent side effect that I saw from the research that I performed was top management delegating lean. As a leader or manager in an organization, you're not going to survive or have horrible health problems if you do not learn how to delegate correctly. I mean, you're talking about working 20 hours every day. However, for a leader to delegate the lean transformation to another person or to their continuous improvement department that they created, while the leader or manager goes off on their own to lead the company with their spreadsheets, on-time delivery reports, and quarterly earning reports, 
and does not really work out all that well. The fourth side effect that I found from the research was that a lot of companies had a hope for instantaneous results. When we first latched on to the idea of implementing Lean and Six Sigma into our organizations, because of all the promises made from the tools within these two methodologies, it seems like Lean and Six Sigma have become like W. Edwards Deming said, that many organizations are just hoping for instant pudding to transform their company. One thing we got to realize is it took Toyota at least 30 to 40 years from the time World War II devastated their country and industry to when, when Japanese companies started taking over the car and electronic industries starting in the 1980s. The fifth and final side effect that I found from the research is closely related to the first two side effects and that it is what I call copying and pasting lean tools. Now don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong about bringing into your organization something that has made other companies successful. That's what innovative ideas and concepts are for that have brought all companies in the world to higher levels of success. What happens is that the problem is when we put too much emphasis on the tools, we blindly copy and paste them into our organization thinking that the implementation of the tools will cure all of our problems or ailments. What usually happens when we focus or put too much emphasis on the tools is that we may subjectively start throwing generic cookbook style tools at the problem instead of developing the need to tailor a specific resolution of a problem in a systematic way. I now have the top five reasons of why Lean and Six Sigma initiatives struggle, but after all this research work was done, I was unsure how to document and summarize everything that I had learned. I promised all my life that I would never write a book, and so I did the right thing and translated my research into a book. I first began writing the book just to download all that I learned while reading the articles and my own personal experiences as a change agent of what not to do when implementing Lean and Six Sigma. I didn't even come up with a title of my book until I was about halfway through writing it. What happened was I was reflecting on what I wrote so far, then all of a sudden I had this analogy develop in my mind that these five leading causes of improvement failure are like organizations attempting to take medicine for their ailments or problems. However, in an attempt to cure their ailments, unintended side effects from the medicine would occur when Lean or Six Sigma initiatives were implemented incorrectly into the organization. I thought about the medicine commercials that I watch here in the United States. I'm not sure how they're different in other countries. It would be interesting to get some feedback on that, how they are for you, but at least here in the United States what I see is that it takes half of the time of them to basically explain about how wonderful the medicine is and how it's going to change their life and how happy they're going to be and have all these people smiling and holding hands and going through green fields and whatnot. And then the other half of the commercial, they give you this big old long list of these different side effects that are going to come. And it, to be honest with you, that kind of scares me to take medicine because of all these crazy things that could happen. I mean, medicine is good, but... Sometimes there is those, those side effects and you know, something we have to look out for. And so with these medicine commercials in mind, I went back and rewrote the book and basically added my sarcastic flair of organizations taking medicine for all their ailments and problems, but failed to read the, or listen to the huge list of negative side effects, like in these uh, prescription commercials, that could come as a result of not implementing Lean and Six Sigma properly. From this analogy, I decided that the title of my book would become The Medicine of Lean Six Sigma and the Five Side Effects to Avoid. 
My book is on Amazon and other common ebook libraries like Scribd and Barnes and Noble if that's something you're interested in. I did not write the book to, in an attempt to line my pockets. I really don't make that much money on the book. Um, in comparison to other, the cost of other books when I was trying to look at the pricing for my book, it was crazy to see how the what kind of prices other people that have written lean and six segment books are going for. I mean, I saw some that were going for almost $100 and they weren't even textbooks. After writing the Medicine of Lean Six Sigma book, I wanted to convert what I wrote into a workbook guide that could also supplement a mini online course to help guide others to the transformation they have been seeking for for their organization. As I thought about what I should include in the workbook and a mini online course, I kept coming back to the mission of Continuous Improvement Journey which is to help you take continuous improvement to the next level so you can destroy your organization's status quo, devastate your competitors, and fuel revolutionary innovation. I believe in challenging the status quo not just in all organizations, but in the continuous improvement consulting industry as well, and how continuous improvement is implemented in organizations. The idea behind the information presented in this video if you're watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast channel it is to give you a free PDF workbook guide meant to kindle the flame of a desire to obtain long-lasting transformation for yourself or your organization. The workbook will help guide you to the heart of its purpose to answer the following three reflective questions. I would appreciate your response to the three questions in the chat section if you're on YouTube or email me if you're listening to a podcast at Hayden, which is H-A-Y-D-E-N, at cijourney.com. So Hayden at cijourney.com. I would truly like to hear from you, and I would like to help you with whatever you need, honestly. The first question I have for you is to think back on your experiences, both good and bad, that have brought you or your organization to where you are right now. What are some lessons learned or best practices in continuous improvement? that has brought about success to you or your organization. Second question is the whole essence of the workbook and the mini course, which is to help guide you to the transformation you are seeking for. The question is, what is the number one problem in your organization that is holding you back from having a successful implementation of continuous improvement concepts like Lean or Six Sigma? It does not need to be anything from the five side effects that I found and put in the Medicine of Lean Six Sigma book. It really could be anything different. For the third question, it really stems from the first two questions that I just asked you. Is basically, if I were to sit down or someone were to sit down with you one-on-one -on -one to help guide you to eliminate the number one plague you identified in your organization, what kind of help would you need? Or what could help you fill in the gap between where you're at right now and eliminate the number one plague in your organization. These three questions are to make you think and deeply ponder about where you are at and where you want to go to obtain the transformation you desire. The second question is a pretty deep question and, I, and may be hard to formulate a response, but if you need any help in answering any of these three questions or as you go through the workbook, feel free to contact me if you're needing anyone to bounce ideas off of or formulating your responses. Going through the workbook is going to be extremely helpful for you to organize your thoughts and answer these three questions. For those who want to take what is in the workbook to the next level, 
I would like to help you transform what is it, what is basically I'm giving out as for free or in my book that I mentioned earlier from simply just reading as something into action through a mini online course. The purpose of the mini course that I created will help guide you to destroy the number one plague in your organization that is holding you back from having a successful implementation of continuous improvement concepts like Lean and Six Sigma. The online mini course that I created is basically for everyone, but it was specifically designed for those who satisfy the following three points. First one is that they are change agents in their organization. Second is those who already have a working knowledge of Lean and Six Sigma and are looking to take their continuous improvement transformation to the next level. And the last point is for me, especially since I have struggled with this a lot, I know other people have as well, but it's really for those who have struggled implementing continuous improvement principles in their organization. Also included the price of this mini course is access to me that you would not otherwise have in consuming just this video alone or listening to it on the podcast. A link to both the free workbook guide and the mini course can be found in the description of the video if you're watching this on YouTube or in the description of the podcast if that's where you're consuming this content. It's been awesome to be able to share some ideas with you and my experiences of what not to do in your continuous improvement transformation. And in closing, I'd like to have you answer uh, this last question. And again, you, as I said before, you can share your comments in the YouTube comments or um, emailing me at hayden at cijourney.com. My question is this. If an online course was customized for your organization that would push them out of the rut of struggling to find long-term success in implementing continuous improvement concepts, what topics, skills, or tools would be included in that course?